Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 42. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Chris Zart, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Chris Zart with the Michigan Irish Music Festival. I'm here with Chris Zart with the Michigan Irish Music Festival. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. It is my pleasure. We're glad to be here. What is the Michigan Irish Music Fest? Well, it is an event that happens mid-September in Muskegon, uh, right on uh, Heritage Landing. So that's a very familiar spot to most of our residents here and many of our visitors. It is a three-day cultural event that features traditional Celtic and rock folk Irish music, as well as food, market, um, cultural activities, kids' kids activities. It's just a great time. And I think just about the last outdoor festival that our community um, has. So we invite everybody to come down. How are you involved with the festival? Um, I'm one of the board members for the Michigan Irish Music Festival and have been involved since the inception uh, of the event. So... um, I'm in charge of beer and church. <laughs> I know that that's kind of a funny combination, but um, I oversee the beverage service area and then also the Catholic Mass that we do on Sunday. But we've got a great team put together that works to pull off the whole event. So can you dance like Michael Flatley? No, but neither can you. <laughs> However, this is a great opportunity for people to come down and experience dance, um, watch it. Um, there's also Kaylee um, dance lessons that happen on Saturday and Sunday so people can actually learn how to Kaylee dance. Kaylee dancing is different than like the Michael Flatley step dancing. Kaylee dancing is what we might think of as like square dancing, dances that you would do socially. So there is an opportunity to learn to dance. Well, that's always something that comes in handy. Right. (laughs) Uh, You talked a little bit about the history. Maybe you could share a little bit more um, how long the festival's been going on. Sure. This is our seventh year for the Michigan Irish Music Festival at Heritage Landing. And one of our main goals is to bring people to our community after Labor Day, after the traditional tourism season is complete in what we refer to as a shoulder season. So what we want to do is we want to bring people into our community, have them stay at our hotels, eat at our restaurants, buy their gas here, visit our stores, and go to the festival. I mean, it's definitely an economic impact that we're making in our community after our traditional season. And then, of course, also the opportunity for us to provide a cultural festival for our residents as well as visitors that they might not get at another event. And that's where we focus on all of the traditional Irish activities. When is this year's Irish Fest? It's coming up September 15th, 16th, and 17th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Heritage Landing. Um, Friday, we're open from 5 until 11. The best deal of the weekend right here. You, If you get there between 5 and 6 on Friday, free admission. And we really encourage everyone to come down and get into the gates free. It's our early and free program. Come, come in, get something to eat. We've got great food, great beverages on tap. And um, tons of stuff in our market, too. Well, speaking of beverages, what's your favorite beer? Well, 
I have to say that I don't drink. <laughs> this this is quite ironic, I know. Yes. Um, especially for an Irish, because McCarthy's my maiden name, an Irish person. But um, I don't drink. However, my favorite beer that we're serving at Irish Festival is Guinness and Harps, as well as our Budweiser products. Budweiser, Bud Light, Bud Select, and all of the Bacardi flavors that Tyler Sales provides to us. So you don't have to be a big drinker to come down and experience Irish Fest. There's plenty of stuff oh, for you, no matter what you're interested exactly. in. Exactly. We also have Bailey's Irish Cream, which I didn't mention. Um, that was new to us last year. But we also have all, all of the vendors serve soda or water or lemonade or iced tea. But then the food, you have to experience the food. Um, great corned beef sandwiches, potato soup, stew in a bread bowl, Guinness dip sandwiches, Irish baked goods, and then all of your festival foods, the deep fried Twinkies, the gyros, the hamburgers, the Polish dogs, all of that stuff is available as well. So it's much more different than your your typical stereotype Muskegon beer tent. Oh, absolutely. Um, in the Irish pub, we've got plenty of activities that happen in there. It's the largest beer tent in Muskegon, um, our tent is 60 by 190. So it's a huge, huge piece of real estate down there at Heritage Landing. But in the Irish pub, we have not only the beer service and all of the Irish food vendors, we also have a stage in there. So we have pretty much continuous music all three days in the pub. And we have we televise the football games. So if you think you're going to miss the Notre Dame game, not so. You're going to catch Notre Dame and U of M right on our, scre- on our big screen TV right in the Irish pub. How is Heritage Landing as a venue for a big festival like this? Oh, Heritage Landing is perfect. I mean, we've all seen Heritage Landing um, when it's at its peak with Summer Celebration and with Unity Festival. Um, it's a little different with Irish Festival. We don't use as much of the property, but it's a great venue. Our our performers that come in love being on the water. We've typically had great weather in September. They love being on stage and looking out over at the water and having all of that grass area for, for the kids and our other patrons to roam about. Um, so it, it works out really well for us. And the county of Muskegon is, is a great host um, and, and do help us a lot in preparing that site. Well, you really are a fixture at these festivals that we have here in Muskegon. I mean, you I saw you so many times at Summer Cell and now with Irish Festa. Where's where's the love come from for these festivals? Well, for me, it's all about doing things for our community that are good. If I can volunteer my time, my time and be involved to make a difference for the experience, for the customer experience, whether it be a first-time attendee to a festival or a veteran that's coming back, you know, whatever I can do to help make my little component of it um, the best experience for them, th- I think that's that's where I get my, you know, my kick out of it is um, doing something good for our community. Talk about this year's lineup. What are we going to see down at oh, uh, Irish Festival? We have a fabulous lineup, Jason. You know, um, we are a smaller Irish Festival compared to some of the big ones like Milwaukee Irish Fest, which was just a couple weeks ago, which is the largest in the world. But our lineup does not pale in comparison to theirs at all. Um, our headliner this year is Cherish the Ladies, and they are a tremendously sought-after group. They've, they were here three years ago, and they're a phenomenal um, group of talented musicians. Um, any female... Irish artist that uh, goes on to a successful career started with Cherish the Ladies. So Aoife Clancy, Eileen Ivers, Kathy Ryan, all of those folks who are now out on their own, who we have all had at Irish Festival in, in the past, started with Cherish the Ladies. Cherish the Ladies is headed by Joni Madden, who is... Um, 
her parents were direct from Ireland. She lives in the in the eastern part of the country, um, like New York, Boston area, I think. And she is um, an All Ireland champion flute player, and she pulls together a great, outstanding band. Um, we also have a, a variety of other entertainers. Tempest is a band that we're bringing in for the first time. They're a little bit uh, more on the Celtic rock, so they're a real driving force in that music lineup. We also have um, Scythian, which is a new band out, out on the scene. It's a four-piece, very high energy, and we're glad to have them here. Um, of course, some of our favorites that are coming back to us are Seamus Kennedy, who's been with us many times. Um, also, the Prodigals are coming back, and they're probably um, they're from the east part of the country, and they are another driving rock-type band. Um, Blackthorn um, has been with us before. They're from southwest Michigan, or southeast Michigan, and they are a traditional Irish uh, quartet. They are phenomenal. Um, we also have Fonmore, Kennedy's Kitchen, Crack Wisely, the Muskegon Regional Police Pipe and Drum Band, Peg and Collette, and then probably one of our most uh, favorite local, local favorites, I should say, is Switchback. It's a band out of um, the Chicago area. It's a duo, and they've been with us every year. So you really have a little bit of something for everyone. You have the food, drink, music, activities, dancing. There's kind of something, no matter what you're interested right. in to uh, take part in down at the Michigan Irish Music Festival. We have two stages, and I just want to mention this. Um, There's always music going on. There's a stage in the pub stage, and then our family auto main stage. Um, There's always music on that, too. So those two are going all of the time, as well as an acoustic tent that's sponsored by Woodland Realty. And there are we have festival musicians that are in there playing as well as patrons that bring their instruments and come along and just sit in and, and jam in an unplugged session there. So that's another great opportunity. Plus, our cultural stage has featured entertainers, um, Seamus Kennedy and Kennedy's Kitchen. You'll see both of those folks on that stage. But they'll, you'll also be able to hear um, how to trace your Irish roots from our genealogical society. You'll also learn how to play a buran, which is an Irish drum. You can, as I mentioned earlier, learn to... Um, you can take some Kaylee dance lessons. And let's, when I mentioned dancing, that's another huge part of the whole Irish culture. We've got Irish dancers that will be on stage at the festival on Sunday. But on Saturday at the Walker Arena, we have a fesh, which is part of the festival. And we have a 1,000 Irish dancers from 11, 11 or 13 states across the Midwest that are coming to compete in that event. So that's huge for our community. What is the most outrageous thing you've seen in the history of the Irish Fest? Oh boy, that you know that's that's kind of a different question. Um, one of the things that we hear most often and that we experience at Irish Fest that is different than some of the other festivals we see is that it's so laid back. It's it's. Um, very much the sit in your lawn chair, watch your kids across the way playing Frisbee. You can't hear what they're saying, but you can see them, and they're okay, and, and it's, it's just very laid back. Um, from the patrons to our crew and to the entertainers, they're, they're very laid back. It's a, different, um, it's a different mode that we're in. We're certainly not frenzied it, um, like we are sometimes at Summer Celebration. Um, so it is different. So I don't know about outrageous. I think it's just a different, different event and it's very family oriented and very comfortable to be there. And I think probably the biggest 
thing that we see as a challenge is to in, to encourage people to come down and experience. There's many people that think, well, I don't like Irish music. But once we get them there, then they go, oh, I didn't know this was Irish music. And then they have a great time. Um, and if, if people haven't come down and experienced the festival or come down and experienced the pub um, and sat in and listened to Seamus Kennedy, who closes our pub every night, um, he is part comedian, part musician, outstanding entertainer. So just good, clean family fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I th- I, that's an important point that you make is that uh, people of all cultures and backgrounds realize that this is a festival for everyone to come down to and be very inclusive rather than thinking, well, if you're not Irish or exactly. something, that it, it might not be interesting to you because there is so many different things for people to check out. Sure. And, you know, all of those things are made possible. I mean, we're able to do the acoustic tent and the market and the kids' activities, the cultural activities. We're able to do that because of sponsors. You know, if we didn't have sponsors to support us, we wouldn't be able to expand our offerings. And Mercy General Health Partners, obviously, is our main sponsor, and they present the whole festival. But we've got a list of other sponsors that, you know, are a mile long, and we would be remiss without thanking those folks. All right, let's move on to our final question. Now, see, you have a little bit of a heads up on this since you are a repeat guest on the podcast. So hopefully, hopefully you know what's coming up. Okay. You have one minute alone with a person that has never been to the Michigan Irish Music Festival. Make your pitch to get them there. This is a great opportunity to experience a different type of festival on our lakeshore. It's the last one of the summer, so you really need to come down and experience great food, great shopping experiences, um, tons of fun, and the music is outstanding. I guarantee that when you leave, you will be a returner. You will be coming back the next time, whether it be the next day or the next year. So this is a great opportunity to experience outstanding Irish culture right here in Muskegon, Michigan. Well, thank you very much, Chris. Really enjoyed it, and I will be there for sure this year. You bet. Thanks. And any other information, obviously, is at michiganirish.org. Muskegonites are fortunate to have the variety of cultural events and festivals we do in our community. There is, of course, the Michigan Irish Music Festival, a Latino festival, summer celebration, winter fest, the air fair, unity fest, Muskegon Film Festival, and Party in the Park, just to name a few of the many things going on in Muskegon. Plus, on any given weekend, you're almost guaranteed to find a beer tent to go to to experience perhaps Muskegon's most quintessential cultural event. I'm using the term cultural event loosely there, but my point is, and it's a point I've made many times in the 40-plus episodes of the podcast, that the Michigan Irish Music Festival is yet another example of something different, something fun, and something new to do in Muskegon. So get out there and go to Irish Fest and have a good time. There's a little bit of something for everyone at Irish Fest. Whether you're young or old, looking to have a good time or just relax, Irish or not, you'll find it at the Irish Fest, including live music, the Irish pub, Little Ones area, cultural village, Irish market, food court, and much, much more. Festivals like this take place because of the dedication of volunteers like Chris Sart and the support of sponsors like the Muskegon Chronicle, which seems to be behind pretty much everything that goes on in this community. So, read the Chronicle, patronize the festival sponsors, and pat Chris on the back next time you see her. Because without their efforts, Muskegon would probably be a pretty boring place. 
For more information on the Michigan Irish Music Festival, visit their website at michiganirish.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and I think in the next couple weeks I'm going to do a wrap of some of the feedback. We've been getting a lot of great comments on the website and in voicemail. So for the latest feedback, visit InsideMuskegon.com. Feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 42 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.